Good morning to you all. This is Pastor Daniel, your boy, Lightweight Church of God in Christ, Arena of Release and Breakthrough, Arena of Release and Breakthrough, One Church, Three Locations. I come to you this hour from the city of Redlands, Southern California, United States of America, and also we have two locations in Ghana that God has used lightweight church to birth as part of a, a missionary assignment. If you need information about locations, you could go online, lightweightchurch.com, lightweightchurch.com. It will give you every information you need. Those in Ghana that are interested in these locations to serve and fellowship God, go on our website and you will find information you need. The word of the Lord in Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd, and I shall not want. He leads me beside still waters. Hallelujah. Still waters represent a situation of peace, being content, being aware that no matter what is transpiring, the Lord said he will not seek, he will not forsake us, or leave us. He is in the midst of everything concerning our lives. And it's only a matter of time. In his timing, he will make everything perfect. Glory, hallelujah. We're going to go into worship and praise. And we call on no other than our own uh, music minister, Prophet Daniel Eboy Jr., to lead us into worship and praise. And this is a very important section of this service, this hour, if you're watching us now or in the future, whenever time, with the things of God, time is not a limitation. So you could be blessed now or when you are part of now or part of this service in the future, whenever this service gets to you, God is in the mess of us. So wherever two or three are gathered in his name, he is in our midst. And I encourage you to let your spiritual heart be attentive and participate in this worship and praise. And the spirit of God, that is the altar and the finisher of our faith, who is already in leading this service, We'll meet you at the point of your needs. God bless you. Prophet Daniel Yaboajina, could you lead us in worship and praise this morning? Searching for what the will of him Longing for child that will give him their own Give it all, he wants it all And there's a God that walks over the earth Searching for a heart that is desperate 
Only for a child, they will give and they'll all give it all. He wants it all. He says, Love me, love me with your heart. He wants it all today. Serve me, serve me with your life now. He wants it all today. Bow down, let go of your idols. He wants it all today. He wants it all today. He wants it all today. He wants it all. And there's a God that walks over the earth. Searching for a heart that is desperate. Longing for a child that will give and their own. Give it all. He wants it all. He says, love me. Love me with your heart. He wants it all today. Serve me. Serve me with your life now. He wants it all today. Bow down. Let go of your idols. He wants it all today. He wants it all today. He wants it all today. He wants it Say, 
worthy of every breath we could ever breathe. We live for you. Thank you, Jesus. This is a powerful worship and praise. God bless you, Prophet Daniel, your boy, Junior. The word of the Lord says he inhabits the praise of his people. Our Lord inhabits the praise of his people. Uh, we are going to alter prayer and, 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 and then uh, go into service. Once again, my name is Pastor Daniel Yeboah, Lightweight Church of God in Christ, one church, three locations. We are located in the city of Redland, South in California, and other locations in Ghana, West Africa. And as I said earlier, if you need information about our locations in Ghana, you could go on our website, lightweightchurch.com. Dear Heavenly Father, we commit this time of service unto you. Holy Spirit, have thy way. 
we begin and we end with you. Holy Spirit power move mildly. As the word of the Lord says, wherever the spirit of the living God is, there is liberty. And when the enemy comes in like a flood, the book of Isaiah, our God will raise up a standard by his spirit against every standard of the enemy. Heavenly Father, every standard that have been lifted by works of darkness, evil spirits, powers of hell, Holy Spirit power, lift the standard this hour in this time service. In the lives of your people, lift the standard all that you have divinely assigned and ordained to be part of this service now or in the future. Lift the standard against every activity, works, plans, assignment of demonic influences, demonic manifestations, demonic plans, demonic snares, traps, and pits. Lift the standard by your spirit in the lives of your people. We begin this service in the name of Jesus. Spirit of the living God, lead and guide us. In the name of Jesus, Shabbat We thank God with today's uh, service. My word is entitled, The Seed is the Word of the Kingdom. The Seed is the Word of the Kingdom. Let us look at, and in that sense, what am I trying to say? That the Word of God is the seed of the Kingdom of God. Jesus said, if anyone comes to tell you the kingdom of God is in the north, the kingdom of God is in the south, the kingdom of God is in the west, do not hear to that. But the kingdom dwelleth in you that has entered through salvation. That have entered through salvation. So which means salvation accepting Jesus Christ as your Lord and personal Savior. It's the entry point of the kingdom of God on earth. Hallelujah. Let's look at our word, Matthew chapter 13, verse 31 to 32. It says, another parable he put forth to them, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a mustard seed, which a man took and sowed in his field, which indeed is the least of all the seeds. But when it grew, it is greater than the herbs and becomes a tree so that the birds of the air come and nest in its branches. Hallelujah. The word in you becomes a seed that grows and produces harvests that attracts all to partake in, in that harvest. Luke chapter 8, verse 4 to 15. Luke chapter 8, verse 4 to 15. Luke chapter 8, verse 4 to 15. I'll have a, a, a mighty prophet, Daniel Ebert Jr., to read this. Luke chapter 4, verse, Luke chapter 8, verse 4 to 15. If you could read for us. Uh, and when a great multitude had gathered, and they had come to him from every city, he spoke a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed. And as he sowed, some of some fell by the wayside, 
and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away, because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it, and it choked. But others fell on good ground, sprang up, and yielded a crop a hundredfold. When he said these things, when he had said these things, he cried, he who has an ear to hear, he who has ears to hear, let him hear. He, go ahead, 15. And his, and his disciples asked him, saying, what does this parable mean? And he said, to you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest it is given in parables that seeing they may not, they may not see and hearing they may not understand. Now, the parable that is this. The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside, wayside are the ones who hear them. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. But the ones who, the ones on rock are the one, are those who, when they hear, receive word with joy and have no root, who believe for a while, and in time of temptation fall away. Now the ones that I felt that fell among the thorns are those who, when they have heard, go out and are choked with cares, riches, and pleasures of life, and bring no fruit to maturity. But the ones that fell on good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. Glory, hallelujah, that's powerful. So I want you to take notice of verse 11 uh, to 12. It says, now the parable is the seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts. Least they should believe and be saved. And uh, I believe and be saved. So to 13, so you're going to utter a prayer based on what the devil does when we receive the word to prevent us from believing at the end of the service. So take notice of that verse and you're going to use it to pray into the hearts and hearts of God's people. So we are looking at what happens when the word is sown in our lives. And Jesus used this parable as the way the word operates in our lives. When you receive the word of God in any form, shape. Hallelujah. How the, the word operates is similar to how a farmer goes to the field and cast a seed, begin to plant seeds. There's all sorts of uh, activities that come against the word, the seed, when it's sown. So it's the same way there are all sorts of opposition spiritually that we encounter when the word is spoken in our lives. He said the seed is the product of the plant. And the seed is also means by which the plant multiplies. And you will see that when Jesus 
explain how the parable means. And so in this sense, our heart becomes the grounds for the seed of the word. Our hearts were created by God to bring forth fruit when the seed of, of the word of seed is cast in our lives. And the, the, the predominant aspect of our lives where the word is supposed to dwell is a man's heart. And a man's heart refers to our innermost being, our conscious, which refers to subconscious and consciousness. Because our mind is what receives. Our mind makes decisions to receive. And our subconscious is the processes it so that it will benefit us and will become the product of harvest. Repeat after me. I become what? The product of harvest. I become what? The product of harvest. The product of harvest. Hallelujah. Just as a seed has to remain in the ground over time to germinate, so the word of God has to abide in us. The seed is the word of the kingdom. And, and verse 19, if you read, will we'll, we'll speak of that. It is what he plans in us to draw us out of this world. So the world becomes the instrument the Holy Spirit uses and, 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 and directs through any level the world comes to us. Diverse forms of shape. With the word is cast out, and when we receive the word, it becomes a means where we are brought out of the world. He said, yeah, are in the world, but not of the world. So you could be in the world and you could be brought forth out of the world to be part of the kingdom of God. So it, it, it gives us an opportunity for salvation. It is the truth, the knowledge of God, the gospel, the whole counsel of God. So there are different terminologies we have used to describe the word of God. And in all these capacities, it becomes a sheet that is cast out to draw us out of the well to receive salvation. And through salvation, we become part of the kingdom of God. In this capacity, the seed could refer to two, the sons of God and the word of God. The sons of God and the word of God. So the seed of the kingdom could refer to two, the word, the, the word and the sons of God. Now, both are means by which the kingdom grows and expands and reproduces, multiplies. A good seed referring to the Son of God represents members of God's church. <clears throat> and the members of God's church are the means by which the kingdom will grow throughout the whole earth. Members of God's church are referred to the sons of God and are part of the seed. 
That is to do the bidding of winning souls to be part of the kingdom of God. But beloved, I remind you that seeds contains life and power. God has put in a seed life and power. Jesus explained that the kingdom of God works like a seed. And he said, to what shall we liken, Mark chapter 4, verse 30 to 31. To what shall we liken the kingdom of God? Or with what parable shall we picture it? It is like a mustard seed. Remember, remember how the mustard seed operates in Matthew chapter 13, verse 31 to 32. Now, I want us to look at five characteristics of a seed that helps enhance our understanding of the word of God. The comparison we are making this hour is using the seed as comparison how the word of God operates in our lives. So we will look at two and then next week we continue. One, seed have life. Our senses cannot judge whether a seed is alive or not. When a seed is planted in a soil, our human senses cannot, uh, cannot, cannot uh, 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 judge whether the seed is alive or else you have to go and, and bring the seed out of the soil to see which startup is in and put it back. But if you interrupt in that process, the seed will die. If you cast a seed in the soil and you want to know what is going on with the seed and you go and dig that seed out of the soil to look at it, to judge it, to assess it and put it back. In that process, you interrupt it with the process of maturity and the seed will die. So we cannot see, feel, smell or taste the life in a seed. The only way to prove a seed is alive is to plant it. When you want to know the potency of a seed, when you want to know the capacity of a seed, when you want to know what a seed will do, what, what kind of fruits, what kind of harvest you could obtain from a seed, whether it's an orange seed, whether it's an apple seed, whatever seed and whatever product that seed will produce, you have to plant it in a soil. And for that matter, not just any soil, a good soil, a good soil. And that is what the parable of the seashore Jesus was trying to describe, a good soil. So there's different soils that causes a seed to mature and produce harvest. Not any soil. Because I quite remember my former house and the, and the house I live in now. In that former house, there was a soil at our backyard. We planted different fruits, never was successful. Different fruits never was successful. But this soil was producing weeds that had no benefits to the household. 
when we wanted to plant seeds that will produce fruits that we could walk up and pluck an apple, an orange, a pear, we couldn't achieve that. But our new house we live in now, there's orange, there's avocado, there's sweet, one of the sweetest apple fruit I've ever eaten. It's right here. Glory, hallelujah. So that applies to our heart being the good grounds to receive a seed of the word when it is cast in. Let's look at John chapter 12, verse 24. John chapter 12, verse 34. It says, most assuredly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. If the seed is cast into the soil and you think it's dead, it is only going through a metamorphosis. So as compared to a heart. And it will die and take form life and power. It will die and take form life and power to direct our lives. It should be that transformed by the renewing of your mind, by the word of God. Do not conform to this world. So after salvation, it is expected of you to work as a citizen of the kingdom of God. And in order to do so, you have to, your mind needs to be renewed, be transformed by the word of God. Your mind has to go to a metamorphosis like a cocoon who is growing, developing to become a butterfly, a mama papa butterfly, flying all around with nice colors. And you see and you admire, oh, that butterfly is so nice. That butterfly is so beautiful. It has gone through a transformation. Glory, hallelujah. So the word has life and power if it, it is planted in our heart and is watered with belief and faith. That's why Jesus said in the parable uh, Matthew chapter 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 8, verse 14 to 15. Let's look at them. Um, verse 11, where he gave the interpretation. He said, now the parable is that the seed is the word of God. Those by the way are the ones who hear. Then the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts. Out of their hearts. Least they should what? Believe and be saved. Least they shall believe and be saved. So every opposition that comes at you when you receive the word is to prevent you from believing, having faith in the word, so that you say sin. So that you say sin. That's powerful. Two, seeds are dominant until planet. Seeds do not grow in bags on a shelf. They must be planted in the right soil for God's word to produce in our lives. We have to make a decision 
which requires an effective plan in our heart. Because when you receive the word, there's all types of uh, distraction, confusing chaos coming at you just to steal the word. But you have to make the decision, the effort daily to keep the word in your heart and mind. Which means we try every way possible to keep the word there. What is every way possible? By meditation. By med meditation. Go to Joshua chapter 8 verse 1. I don't know if anybody could... Um, yeah, are you able to find it and read it? Joshua chapter, Joshua chapter one verse eight. You want uh, King James? Yeah, King James again. New King James. Yeah. This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, mm -hmm. that you may observe to do according mm -hmm. to all that is written in it. Mm -hmm. For then. You will make your way prosperous, mm -hmm. and then you will have good success. So, the, why, why was Joshua giving that advice? Because Joshua realized that the word will not just stay with you just as you receive it. The word will not just be with you as you receive it. But you have to walk in, and you have to obey, you have to meditate. And what, uh, when? Day and night. <laughs> Day and night. Day and night. As you do that, you, you work in the life and power of the seed of way. The life and power of the seed of way. Because the world has to produce. And what does it have to produce? It has to produce prosperity and good success. Hallelujah. Prosperity and good success. And that is uh, 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 the, 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 by the way uh, 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 a blessing of walking in righteousness. By the way blessing of walking in righteousness. Because it's twofold. Eternal life and living life here on earth. Abundant life. Jesus said in John 10, 10, The thief cometh to kill, steal, and destroy. But I have come that you might have life. And have it what? Abundantly. So that your knees are met here. You experience the blessings of God over your life. And then in the end, you transition into life eternal. So benefiting from the kingdom of God here, the, 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 the benefits of the kingdom of God, and also here, and also the benefit of the kingdom of God when you end up Life eternal, experiencing heaven, glory, hallelujah. So, in spite of all odds, and when we speak the word, when we hear others speak the word, it's good. It's good. It's good to speak and to hear others speak. But we will experience bountiful harvest when the when we speak the word to ourselves. You will experience bountiful harvest when you speak the word to yourself. Now let's look at them. Power of the word, power of the word. As the people of Israel uh, had, had um, 
uh, we're going to be saved. Moses had an encounter with God. Could you read um, Exodus chapter 5, verse 1 to 3? Moses had an encounter with God. And God told him specifically what to say. I want you to pay attention to Moses going with the word that he has received and speaking exactly that to achieve the harvest, to achieve the prosperity, to achieve freedom, to achieve release and good success. Prophet Daniel, could you read Exodus chapter 5, verse 1 to 3, right here? Or oh, you want to read it from there? Whatever way you want to read it. Afterward, Moses and Aaron went in and told Pharaoh, yeah. Thus says the Lord, God of Israel, let my people go. What? 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 Let my people he go. He said, go and tell Pharaoh the exact way. Why? That they may hold a feast to me in the wilderness. Mm -hmm. and, and Pharaoh said, who is the Lord mm -hmm. that I should obey his voice and let Israel go? Mm -hmm. I do not know the Lord, nor will I let Israel go. Mm -hmm. So they said... The God of the Hebrews has met with us. Mm -hmm. Please let us go three days journey into the desert and sacrifice to the Lord our God. Mm -hmm. Lest he fall upon us with pestilence or with the sword. With pestilence or with the sword. This one particular statement, let my people go. Let my people go. Let my people go. Repeat it. Several times, each time Moses and Aaron appeared in the presence of Pharaoh, they repeated the same phrase they have received from God exactly to speak that. And they were speaking it into the atmosphere, into the environment. Because the people of Israel have been in bondage for 330 years 430 years. Wow, that's a long time. And they, they've been crying. But one particular cry, God said, I've had the cry of my people. Go and tell their carcass. Let my people go. And I will let Pharaoh be having. God had that. Control power over everything. And every human being. Why? Because God wanted the whole world to know how powerful he is. Could that be that God had not intervened yet in that circumstance, situation you experienced? Because he wants to take what? The glory out of that situation. He wants everyone around you to know that I, God, am powerful. And I have done this thing in your life. So that many will see and marvel and want to seek who this God, powerful God is. That's how God operates. He do not like lie and put it on the table. When God's power produces light, he wants all to see the light that they will be drawn to the light leading to him. They will be drawn to the light leading to him. 
Who produced this light in this place of darkness? Who produced this light in your life? See, it is no other than Jehovah God. I want to know who this Jehovah God is. And they're going to also come and experience God. But anytime this phrase was spoken, they were speaking freedom and judgment at the same time. Because the heavenlies responded to the phrase, let my people go. Right? And they was waiting to respond to the man of God concerning the situation of the people. And had it had by Pharaoh to refuse what they said led to the consequences of more plagues to cause the freedom of God's people. Because every plague shook the foundations of Egypt. And the whole world saw what was going on. What is this great nation going through? What has come out of this great nation? Huh, this is terrible. That something is going on. And it, it, what? It, it, it opened the eyes of the world to see what's going on. What is about to happen. Beloved, words of faith caused the Israelites to receive the Egyptians, what the Egyptians have taken from them. Glory, hallelujah. They received what the Egyptians have taken from them. And before I end, Prophet Daniel, the Israelites spoiled the goods of the Egyptians. And in this sense, they had to go with what God had told them to say. Power of the seed of the word. Producing the harvest, producing the breakthrough, producing the release, life and power in the way when it's planted in a good soil in our heart. It will not only produce salvation, but also the benefits of salvation. Life in abundance. Look at Exodus chapter 12, verse 33 to 36. If you want to read from your device or you want to read from here. You know, that's good. And the Egyptians urged the people that they might send them out of the land in haste. For they said, we shall all be dead. <sighs> so the people took their dough before it was leavened, having their kneading bowls bound, bound up in their clothes and on their shoulders. Now the children of Israel had done according to the word of Moses. And they, Israel, yeah, they, Israel, had done according to the word of Moses. And they had asked from the Egyptians articles of silver, articles of gold, and clothing. And the Lord had given the people favor in the sight of the Egyptians, so that they granted them what they requested. Thus, they plundered the Egyptians. They had to exactly say what God had told Moses to tell them to say. He said, go to them and ask for specific, exactly, gold and silver. And what happened is, these people have been in uh, a servitude, bondage and captivity for generations, 400 generations. Every generation is 100 years. So, they were coming out of bondage and captivity with the prosperity, with the breakthrough, with the abundance that have kept 
and been kept from them over 400 years. So they were living with the prosperity that was denied generations before them. Rabaka, that was powerful. Have you looked into that? The word produced prosperity success that have been denied the people of Israel for over 400 and something years. They were living with the blessings kept from them for over 400 and something years. That is powerful. The life and power in the world. The life and power in the world. It's an ask for riches and as they did, the Egyptians released their blessings held away from them for many years since the Egyptians cheated them out of what is due them because they enslaved them. Evidence of your faith when you speak the word. Glory, hallelujah. Coming from where? Your heart. As you have meditated there, God's word have life and power in it. God bless you. Prophet Daniel, as I told you, can you say a word of prayer in the lives of God's people? Because we have seen that when the word comes forth out, there is all sorts of activity that finds the way in the hearts of God's people. That every attack that have been meant to steal the word from God's people in our heart. The grace as to be able to keep the word in our heart. We'll receive that grace. Pray. Just a, a little prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you for your people that have gathered to listen Shabbat to wisdom. Shabbat. Father, I pray right now. That your word be departed into them, not by us, but by your spirit. Because where the spirit is, there is breakthrough and release. Lord, whatever stagnation and not knowing the method how to plant a seed. And not where and don't know how to plant the soil and where to get the things. Lord, I pray that as they meditate on it day and night, that release come. There is release coming yes, this Lord. week. But it's only if you put the seed in the soil the yes, right way. Yes, Lord. Yes, God will bless you. Yes, Lord. Lord, don't allow us to miss what you have in store. Lord, let us not to be able to miss the seed. Yeah. Lord, help us to catch the seed in the right environment yeah. and to know what to do with the seed. Yes. Lord, help us to meditate on the seed. Yes, Lord. You guys aren't understanding that the seed is the Bible. Yes. So as long as you have the seed in your head, yes. you don't have to memorize the Bible in yes. every day. La, la, la. But just one small scripture that gets you through the day yes. will cause you prosperity and great Glory success. And in Jesus' name, may it be delivered to you. Amen. Glory. That was powerful, powerful, powerful. And the end of it all, I want to ask you a question. Do you know who Jesus is? The Savior of the world. He said, I go to my father's house, John chapter 14, verse 1 to 3, and prepare a place. In my father's house, there's many mansions, and I will come and take you with me. So which means Jesus has promises coming back 
this world has an end to it, and no one knows when he's coming back. He said, I will come in the middle of the night like a thief. And our clarion call is to get you ready, get you prepared, get your heart ready, get you prepared, so that when it comes, you will be, you will be part. What you, what, what, what you do with Jesus now, it, and he, uh, even if he comes now, he comes in the future, whether you are living now or whether you'll be dead. He said when he comes, the dead will be judged, the dead will be resurrected. And they will be judged. So it is appointed for man to die. And there's judgment after death. And what would determine your final destination in eternity is what did you do with Jesus? Your answer to this question will determine your final days of dwelling and rest in eternity. Now when Jesus comes, I want to ask you a question. Do you know who Jesus is? We don't know where this broadcast will end up, but this clarion call is to win souls to Christ, to enter the kingdom of God so that we shall experience life here on earth and life forever and ever. If you confess, believe in your heart and confess that Jesus is the Son of God, you will be saved. I want you to pray this prayer after me. Whether you have never heard about the, where, the name of Jesus or you were a believer and you have strayed away from your faith, you could rededicate your life back to Christ. I should repeat this prayer after me and believe in it. Dear Jesus, I thank you for dying on the cross to save me from my sins. I ask that you forgive me of my sins. I believe that you are the Son of God. Come into my heart and be my Lord and personal Savior. And I'll serve you, dear Jesus, for the rest of my life. If you are repeating this prayer after me for the first time or several times, but this time, this time, it made a difference. And you have developed belief and faith in this prayer. Or if you're saying it for the first time and you believe in it, I declare you say multitude of angels are rejoicing for your salvation, for your soul. The word of God says when multitude of, when a soul is saved on it, multitude of angels rejoice for our salvation. Glory be to the name of the Lord. If you were shared today, we open the doors of Lightway Church Online that you will accept our call to become a, a divine partner of Lightway Church of God in Christ. And I want you to send us an email letting us know that you were shared today and that if you need any materials, we will, and you request for it through the email, we will send it to you. We want to know those that were saved today that will support you in prayer.
Glory Hallelujah. Our email is lightwaychurches at gmail.com. Lightwaychurches at gmail.com. And, uh, and, 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 and the amazing part of your salvation today, if you did, is that your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. Your name has been written in the Lamb's Book of Life. I want you to get you a Word of God, a Bible, and go to Revelation chapter 20, verse 12 to 15. Say, the Lamb Book of Life is a book in heaven that God records the names of all those that come to him through Jesus Christ, those that are saved through the name of Jesus. And that is the book that is gonna, God is going to use to determine where our dwelling places in the, in the end of things, in life eternal, whether in heaven with Jesus and the Father or in the, in the last place of destruction, last place of destruction, in the lake of fire. I was I want, I want you to look for Prophet Lovis church service this past Sunday, Thursday. What, what was Thursday? That he was prophesying and the spirit of the Lord took him to hell. Letting who he was prophesying to, to know where their, how, the woman's husband is because he was an occultic. He was in a court and died in that state. So I see your, your husband, your loved one in hell burning. So let no other spirit deceive you. Hell is not meant for you and I. It's meant for the last place of destruction, the lake of fire, for Satan and all that he used as agents to destroy, kill, steal, and destroy this world. Our place as children of God is in heaven. God bless you. We solicit as a bona fide partner of Lightweight Church of God in Christ. We are in the missionary field. We solicit for your financial contribution to support the work of God. You are not giving to me. You are not giving to my family. You are showing your financial seed in God's vineyard. Lightweight Church of God in Christ is a vision, is a vision that God has planted to win souls into his vineyard, into his kingdom. And everything we are about is to win souls. The where the gospel is free, but the means, the means is expensive. And that if you sow your seeds, financial seeds, if you give your financial contribution to support lightweight church of God in Christ and all locations that God has used his church to plant, you are not giving to us. You are giving to save so You are giving to clothe the needy. You are giving to help the poor. And that is what the missionary work is. You're not giving to us. You're giving to a vision. So I want you to prepare your best seed, your sacrificial offering. And I'm, I'm not naming the seed, but you go into prayer because the Spirit of God is asking a seed from you. The Spirit of God will lay an exact sacrificial seed 
You could plant into God's kingdom like way, church of God in Christ. That he will meet you at the point of your need, spiritual and physical. He said, do this to test me. If I will not open the windows of heaven to pour you down a blessing. But when the blessing is poured down out of our sacrificial giving as our worship unto God. Because what we miss it is that, that we are just giving. Uh, you know, the pastor is asking me to, to give my money. That is not the 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 the, the the what we are, we're trying to do, we were trying to ask God to do in your life when you give. We want you to see your giving spiritually as a seed of sacrifice, giving worship unto God. A seed of sacrifice. So if you are sacrificed, what makes it sacrificial is that it touches you that something has left you. Your seed has to touch you. Mm. It's heavy. Something has left me. And that's what makes it a sacrifice. God is not wanting any, you know, and even if you are giving to help somebody, you, you, you give the worst things. God wants the, the best. It's a, it's a sacrifice. And why do we ask for financial contribution? In the 21st century now we live in, money, everything is, is, is directed towards money. Money is the means of action. Back in the Bible, it was animal. It was foodstuff. But now our sacrifice is offered through our financial contribution and giving. He said, do this and I will replenish your storehouses. I will replenish your storehouses. I will take care of you. God knows exactly where to direct the blessing in your life. By the same measure you met out, Luke chapter 38, verse 6 or 8. Luke chapter 38, verse 6. The same measure you met out. Luke chapter 6, verse 30. I'm sorry, I'm turning outside now. Luke chapter 6, verse 38. The same measure you met out, it shall be measured back unto you. So if you want a million dollar back breaking blessing and you give one dollar, <laughs> You give one dollar. Equal sacrifice. Equal sacrifice. Not equal giving. Equal sacrifice. Not equal giving. That's why Jesus referred to the widow's might. But we, we turn it around. Because with the widow, he gave his last penny. That was a sacrifice. You, that won't be, that won't do it for you. <laughs> You giving the widow's mark will not do it for you. It won't be a sacrifice. It will not touch anything. Glory, hallelujah. David said, I will not give to God, my God, anything that don't mean anything. And that is what we are trying to get you to understand. The same measure you met out as a sacrifice, giving worship unto God. That is what is going to be multiplied. Shake it down, run it over. Shall God cause men to give unto your bosom? If you are giving this hour your financial contribution, 
we look at our information to give is on the screen. Our information to give is on the screen. Dollar dollar sign dollar sign lightweight churches dollar sign lightweight churches, or you could go do test to give. 833-901-2082. Pray and give and attach a need to your giving. A need, what you want God to do in your life. Attach a need. And our faithful God will meet you at the point of your needs. God bless you. Your needs, spiritual and physical. God bless you. Attach a need to your seed. Say what you want God to give to you when you are sowing the seed. And expect God to bless you. Expect God. When we are able to determine if our seed generated harvest is when we are in the mood of expectancy. We are expecting him to bless us. And we will be able to identify with a blessing so that devil will not come and lie to you that you see this seed faith giving thing don't work god bless you we want you to go on our website and uh, download a free book as you give claiming victory over your giant claiming victory over your giants to bless you and also the best of it all we have prayer and our prayer line to well, we have a prayer altar which is a prayer line. If you want to join our prayer altar, you could come on, on, on our prayer call, 515-603-5632, Google your, your time zone, wherever you are watching us, whether in, within the United States or international, Google your time. What is my time? That is 9 a.m. Pacific. Pacific time, California time, 9 a.m. Pacific time, California time. And it's going to give you that exact time because your time and, and California time, 9 a.m. will not be the same. So you have to Google it up. Let your, your, your Google work for you. And then you come on and join us pray. Monday, Tuesday, Wednesdays, we meet in our sanctuary which is almost at the point of getting ready, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. Wednesdays in the sanctuary prayer, 5 p.m. to 6 p.m. And then Thursdays and Friday, we are on the prayer line. Come on and pray. For the word of the Lord, Jesus said, my, my father's house shall be a house of prayer, a house of prayer. God bless you. And we shall meet you again same time next Sunday. Be blessed. Bye-bye.